This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast focused on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. If you experience sinusitis like I do, you know it can be really frustrating. Dr. Harris is an otolaryngologist or ear, nose, and throat doctor. Dr. Harris specializes in diseases of the ear, the nose, and sinus, the neck and associated glandular structures of the head and neck, associated cancers, and sleep disorders that are treated by surgery. We asked Dr. Harris about products that help treat the symptoms of sinus issues, including the neti pot. So the neti pot is, you know, it's been around for thousands of years, right? It's a, it's a aruvda, or how they say it in medicine. I like the neti pot. My problem with the neti pot is cleaning it. It's hard to keep it kind of sanitary. So I prefer not to push one brand, but in a common brand is called Neomed Sinus Rinse. Mm-hmm. They make the neti pot as yep. well. I like the squeeze bottle better. And like one of my professors used to say, the solution to pollution is dilution. Mm-hmm. So you want a right. high volume, yep. but low pressure. Yep. And the bottle comes apart put it in your dishwasher dishwasher. another trick for that just so you know is that if you have sinus problems and you're using this rinse of course we want to make sure that you've used water that's been boiled or distilled or something that's not going to give you tap water and amoeba from your tap i live in midland is my is my water safe well we'd love to think it's always safe i would prefer to i'm sure it's safe when they test it at the plant yeah. But once it's run through your pipes or sat in your pipes, there's a potential that amoeba could grow. And there is a couple deaths, I'm sure more than a couple, but that I'm aware of every year in the United States from amoeba from water-infected sources. Right. So I would suggest you boil your water and then use the standard kosher salt. We choose kosher because it lacks iodine, so you're not causing any problems there. But you have formulas on you can Google and find really readily. Or you can buy their packets. The blue packets, the standard. Green's the concentrated. And then um, another trick that works if you have sinus problems is adding a drop of Johnson Johnson baby shampoo to that rinse. So it's a pint of water. Really? And you just add a drop of Johnson Johnson. It's a nice little surfactant, so it kind of helps to clean out the thick mucus. I tell my patients, your sinus makes mucus. I've read up to two liters a day. You don't notice it. You don't normally notice it. But if you have allergies, it's runny and too much. So then you notice it. You have a sinus or cold problem that gets thick doesn't drain well, and then you have, go from a 10-weight oil to a 90-weight oil, essentially, and you're, you notice it. I had my turbinates taken out years and years ago, and that plus a neti pot every morning has kept me out of an ENT's office because I used great. to get sinus infections all the time. That's great. And I think there's a genetic proponent to it because my grandfather and my dad both had sinus problems their whole life. Absolutely. Well, we certainly, you know, cystic fibrosis is inherited, and it's a disorder of the mucous membrane in some ways too. So definitely just like the earwax, your genetics will affect the fluidity. The Your mucus is made up of multiple things. It's made up of proteins and immune factors and salt water-like products, etc. So when you do rinses, you're not necessarily substituting a mucus. You're basically trying to clean out or reestablish homeostasis or equality, as they say. So yeah, definitely there's genetics, plus you have the allergies. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I would caution people about turbinectomies. We definitely do a lot of turbinate reduction procedures. And historically, we did turbinectomies where we actually removed the turbinates. Problem there is you run into a too dry of a nose situation. Mm-hmm. And then you get overgrowth of bacteria, or you run into something called an empty nose, where you have there's nothing in your nose per se blocking it, but the person doesn't perceive airflow because the oxygen perception is now absent, and consequently they say they'll come in and say I can't breathe through my nose. Well, their mouth is closed and they're clearly breathing through their nose, mm-hmm. but they don't perceive the flow of air, therefore they don't perceive that they're breathing through their nose. And just so we know, turbinates are defined as so the 
Turbinate is a structure that makes the air turbulent. So that's hence the name turbinate. I'm sure there's more Greek background to it too, but the, there's typically three turbinates per side. So you have an inferior one that's on the floor of the nose. That's the largest. Mm-hmm. And it's an erectile tissue. So it essentially it'll fluctuate like a pump. You'll have one side swollen, then the other side will shrink and vice versa. They're dependent. So if you lay down, they become more congested, but they are thickened and enlarged in an allergic patient or infected patient. Then the middle turbinate, which really serves to kind of act as a receptor, taste and smell function, as well as humidification, and other immune functions too. But that's where most of your polyps form. So they did radioactive studies years ago where they had people breathe in radioactive substances, and they could see that it went to the inferior turbinate first, then it went to the middle turbinate, then it went back to the back of the throat. And then you have a superior turbinate too. So I tell patients it's like, the inferior is your shelf. You just walked into the room, you saw a shelf to the right. Mm-hmm if you went in the right no- the left nostril and then you looked up and you saw kind of a chandelier or a shelf off the side the high side high wall because they can be either or that's your middle turbinate and then you traveled a little bit back through your nose and you looked up again you saw really high a third one which would be your superior turbinate which we rarely do anything with are you familiar with a product called alkalol yeah absolutely so alkalol is very similar to what's in our gum so sugar-free gum we have that product in it too everything in medicine goes in fads it seems like just like in life and culture <laughs> there's certainly some benefit to people who irrigate with alkalol after surgery of a sinus type or nasal operation there's definitely lots of studies to support that it's available on amazon it's not always so easy to find at your local grocery store but not to push amazon again but but basically it's thinning out the mucus and it's acting as somewhat of an antibacterial product, it's very effective. It's just like we're all individuals and you have to find what really works well for you. And is it cost effective? Is it time effective? Is it something you're going to do every day? I tell people probably if you're doing a sinus rinse and you can afford it, they make these aerosolized nasal spray bottles. Arm and Hammer makes one, etc. They're the easiest. You just put it by your toothbrush, spray a little bit in your nose in the morning, blow your nose, brush your teeth, do it at night. That's going to probably keep your sinus pretty healthy. But there are nose sprays that you can become addicted to. Absolutely. And that's important. So a couple of things over the counter. So the most common is Afrin. That's the name brand. And they have warnings right on the package. They're not trying to addict you. But what happens is you have something called tachyphylaxis where you get accustomed to it after three days and your mucous membranes want it. So when you spray it in there, if you don't use it, they swell. If you continue to use it, they continue to swell. And eventually they're out of shape and they can't respond to things. And so you have to quit it cold turkey. Some people have to go on steroids to shrink them down. Some require surgery. It's a great product. You know, if you have a nosebleed, it's a great product. If you have congestion, it's a great product. But if you're going to use it excessively or more than three days, not a good idea. But as opposed to that kind of a chemical, saline sprays don't make you addicted. Correct. Yeah. So it's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. Saline is, you know, it's just salt water. Unless you're drinking it, you're not going to affect your blood pressure either. But it's a good, again, the little thing my professor used to say, the solution to pollution is dilution. And definitely it's a diluting product and it'll help you with your allergies, help you with your colds, etc. There's other things too, like for example, Zycam. I'm not trying to promote that product, but we're in a cold and flu season. Anything with zinc 
that blocks the virus for colds coming into your system is helpful. There's certainly people who have had side effects from it as well that come into my office. I don't know scientifically it's proven, but, and then there's phenylephrine, which is another nasal decongestant. We kind of shy away from that one because it raises your blood pressure. And like, I try not to use it in my operating room too often because the same, you'll notice when you put it in people's noses, their blood pressure goes up. So not a good thing, but many things raise your blood pressure too. People are unaware of, right? Motrin raises your blood pressure and Claritin or antihistamines raise your blood pressure. So they also affect your prostate. So then you end up with urinary retention problems and things. So nothing's benign and no one's trying to deceive people and say, take this product. I mean, there's obviously trying to make money on some of their advertisements, but. Ear, nose and throat doctor, Philip Harris. If you have health concerns, consult your health care provider. If you need help finding a health care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. For more information on a variety of ear, nose, and throat related topics, you can go to MidMichigan's blog at blogs.midmichigan.org. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back soon for another edition of Health Dose.